we're gonna try to keep this as little editing as possible so that we don't have to edit out anything in the middle just edit out the front part and then edit out the back part i guess and then add the music so that we can actually upload it today or right. tomorrow well, I guess right. so. What I'm hearing is no no episode over two and a half hours. Uh, it doesn't actually <laughs> the length doesn't actually matter. What does matter is we cannot threaten to kill the president or say <sighs> slurs. Oh come on! I'm quitting the podcast <laughs> <laughs> for you, Alton, but for no one else. Excellent. <laughs> That's right. All right, let's go ahead. We'll and get use started. restraint. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Video Games Are the Worst Thing on Earth, a podcast that exists in theory. <laughs> well, not in theory. Actually, Reese has been keeping us up to date with all of our premium episodes. But uh, yeah, we've been gone for a bit. How about that? How about That's it? It's true. Yeah. It's, uh, it's, there's a lot going on in the world. Um, there is a lot. You know, it's, it's, there? it's Halloween. Mm hmm. True. Um, that's it. That's all I can think of. It's yeah, that's it's why helping. we haven't recorded a podcast episode in three months. <laughs> We're like Halloween is coming. Yeah, we're getting ready. Man. <laughs> Dude, that, I mean that that is literally what I'm like. At like July first, I'm like Halloween's coming. <laughs> oh my fucking god! My the local my local grocery store is fucking awful. Uh, let me explain to you why. Uh, it's like the beginning of October uh, or even like a couple a month ago, they were like, okay, we're going to put up the Halloween decorations. It's like, okay, yeah, I guess they always put it up early and we're putting up our fucking Christmas decorations. That is deranged. Right. <laughs> you can't coexist. There's uh, I, I disagree. That, that is, that uh, reflects the truth, which is, Halloween is not uh, a holiday or a month. It is a part, a season of the year that begins September 1st and ends February 13th. Oh my so God. it's just embracing the entire, uh, you know, Halloween but They season. literally have like fucking jack-o'-lanterns up next to like an inflatable fucking snowman. It just is fucking nightmare before it, Christmas it's, shit. It's deranged. Yeah, exactly. It's deranged. It's so... I don't know. It's vile. Dick shit. <laughs> um, but yeah, since we are having uh, production difficulties, since uh, I wanted to give like some kind of explanation to our viewers, like why we haven't recorded in three months. Um, and, and yeah, well, part of it is Halloween and it's too spooky for us to record. Mm -hmm. um, That's true. Also, like I've, I've started going back to school to try and get a different, less terrible job. Um, and it's kicking my ass to try and work and do school and podcast all mm. at the same time. So uh, podcasting has sort of taken a backseat to not failing my education. That's understandable. I've also gone back to school, so we're all just fucking nerds. We're all just like... Nerdcast. Love learning. <laughs> Yeah, I call people sophists now when I disagree with them. Mm -hmm. uh, and I'm I'm addicted to heroin. That's, why I <laughs> That's where Reese has been in the last three months. He's actually been in an opium den in like the 1800s. Just it's great. 
It's pretty cool. <laughs> Fucking colonial India. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and we support him. Yeah. We're proud of him. That's that's where the Patreon money's going to right now. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and we thought um, something that would be nice to do, that would be pre- perhaps an easy-to-do production, because usually, like, believe it or not, we edit uh, our podcast episodes pretty thoroughly to make them less garbage. Um, to, you know, give the illusion that we're able to speak in complete sentences and have coherent thoughts and do not just use curse words like, you know, uh, punctuation. We edit them to make them more presentable, professional. People, people have noticed, I, I, I like to think. They probably haven't noticed, but I'm going to say that they have. But this one, there won't be any of that crap. That's right. You'll hear how fucking dumb we all are. Exactly. Great. It's going to be great. But the good news is, because we're not doing that, it will not take a million years to edit it and upload it, and it will get to your ears very easily. Oh, wow. yeah. You're welcome. Yeah, so we're doing a nice little Q&A, because I thought that that would be the easiest thing to produce. So let's, without further ado and goofery, why don't we go ahead and get started? Who would like to start us off with the questions? I'll start. Uh, okay. Because I love the, the question that I put up at the start here. All right, go ahead. All right. Um, Arvalis asks, I've followed you for a while, but I've never listened to the podcast. So my question is, is the podcast good? No. <laughs> no, it's not. Absolutely not. No. You won't hear this. I... You won't get this fucking answer because if you don't listen to the pod. So you, you know what, Arvalis? Fuck you. <laughs> I will, unless you unless I will, you started listening just now i will then, come then, hey. to your house in minecraft <laughs> <laughs> no alton you're gonna make it need editing oh no okay i'm not gonna finish that thought then i'm gonna <laughs> and hug you you bitch there we go um i i would say that a serious answer i think it's it's okay i like it I, I like listening. This is perhaps a, a hint of my own narcissism, but I enjoy listening to my podcast very much because it's it's basically like a little recording of me hanging out with my my literal friends. Um, yeah, it's fun. It's so it's not it's not parasocial at all because I made it. So I enjoy this podcast <laughs> more than anyone else. <laughs> I think it's a good podcast. We do put effort into it uh, in mm-hmm. the planning and then in the editing to make sure that it is an enjoyable experience. Mm-hmm. Um, considering all of the, the the trash that we've edited out of mm-hmm. our you know fifty plus episodes, you know times the number of listens, there has to be years of uh, you know just dog shit that we have stopped people from listening to when they listen to our podcast. Uh, and I think that that uh, upgrades the podcast to at least okay. Exactly. Yeah. And, and we've got some pretty good stuff kind of in the works as well. Oh, just incredible shit in the can, which is Hell probably yeah, a poor way of phrasing that. That's right. All the shit <laughs> in the can. Let's go. We've got <laughs> that's how we make the just got huge shits in the can ready to go for our audience. Yeah, uh, but yeah, look, watch this space for when I finally have some time and energy to edit again. I will be working on um, 
the our, our three part Bob Chipman episode where we read his book. God. It is. It, have we settled on three parts? <laughs> we recorded it in three parts, so yeah. I guess so. Yeah. Oh my fucking god! That's 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 going to be our fucking masterpiece. I, I can't wait to listen to that because I was one hundred percent sober the entire time yeah. and definitely remember <laughs> all of it. So uh, I can't I can't wait to go back. It was it was fucking nightmarish. It was like fear and loathing <laughs> in Las Vegas, but like with. Like, just the details of Bob Chipman's life. Uh, but anyway, we should probably get move on to our next question. So who would like to read that one out? I will read it out. All right, go ahead. From Ori House, if Fagatwato was stuck on an island filled with video games, which ones would you keep, use to build the raft, or toss into the sea? Optional extra, which ones would you deliberately live on the, uh, leave on the island to be used as a basis for any civilization that may someday arise there? Uh, and I'd like to answer this question, is that I would put every video game into the sea. Uh, let's read some <laughs> books, everybody. I, I, uh, read a book. This question is so strange. It's like, why, if I li dislike the game, like, a lot, it... it it seems like a flawed premise because why would I throw it in the sea if I'm going to make a raft out of it? I would just use every game to make a raft. It would make a terrible fucking raft. I don't even know. You think you could do that? Um, That's right. You just build an ocean liner using all the games. It would have uh -huh. a casino. It's like seven bathrooms. Yeah. I I just it's such a strange question. I like honestly the most interesting question here i think is the the last one it's like um if you know if all games were hypothetically wiped out which ones would we save to like form the basis of gaming in the future i like that question a lot let's answer that one okay um however i do want to say i would use a, a copy of the game raft as a raft i feel oh, like that would work yeah i don't like it <laughs> <laughs> i have a lot of ideas um mm -hmm. It's difficult for me not to just go for like the basic bitch boomer answers and just say every game in my childhood that I enjoyed. And just like Arcanum. Mm. People I want the I want the basis of games in the future to be a buggy, half finished CRPG from the early two thousands. Yeah. And just like you know, I like Arcanum a lot. And I would certainly like more games like Arcanum, but it's definitely flawed. Uh, I would also probably say something boomerish like Morrowind as well, just because it's like that's such a, a fundamental part of my childhood that I'm just like, I have this disgusting nerd need to just make everyone else enjoy the same things as me. So that's, I guess, my answer. Hmm. I would, I mean, I feel like I mentioned this game a lot these mm -hmm. days, but I'd have to, it'd have to be Disco Elysium. I want to, I'd love if the foundation of RPGs was actually role, a role-playing game and not just like yeah. a dice-rolling simulator. <laughs> yeah. yeah, exactly. Um, and especially one where combat is not a very predominant part of it, and it kind of opens up all these different doors of ways you can make games. I'd, I'd yeah. love to see what... Like, if Disco Elysium had come out 20 years ago, I'd love to see what, you know, the last 20 years of, of RPGs might have been. It would be fucking wild. 
like if somehow something like disco elysium had been like the seed that had like from which all gaming had developed yeah like gaming would be so much different than I, than it is now cuz oh, like totally li- literally gaming gaming as as like we know it today is can be traced back to like literal like naval war gaming and like the you know not not yeah. only that but like so much of gaming in like historically has focused around like combat and shit and strategy mm-hmm. and i think that, that the creative aspects of it have honestly never been more developed than they are now like yeah there was nothing even comparable to something even like D D in like the ancient world people didn't like formalize <laughs> fa- like fantasy in that way they i guess they had stuff like religion but it's not recreational i don't think my answer would be 30 flights of loving because I, my number one issue with games uh, is bloat, and that I feel like a, a, like a short, compelling game I would like for the rest of Civilization the games to be built off the idea that you can have uh, games be edited and tell a good story or whatever. I am certainly willing to put in the time in some games. I play Final Fantasy XIV, but I think it would be better if... The whatever the standards of gaming was would be to respect people's time more. I'm changing my that. answer to Warhammer Total War 2 for the exact opposite reason of Reese. <laughs> <laughs> it's like I feel like they'd get a good couple centuries out of that game before they had to invent a new one. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, that's true. With that all the true. DLC, they'd just be like, okay, it's it's two hundred years uh AG after games. And uh, we finally <laughs> run out of content for this game. We need to make a new one. Nice. <laughs> All right. So the next question is from Normal Matt. And uh, he asks, who got the madness at y'all and for what? I'm not quite sure. I mean, it's, I haven't been a Twitter shithead for a long time. Yeah. Um, well, the ones that... that- the one that jumps to mind immediately is when we posted a joke about how Tom Nook was a landlord. Oh, yeah. And everybody was just like, no, he's not. He cares about you. And oh, like, my I don't God. Know. That's, that's got so some guy. mad. That was weird, man. <laughs> that was the uh, only death threat I've received. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> in response to that. And to uh, that guy's credit, he's just like, I shouldn't have done that, but I'm so angry at you. Mm. It's like. It's just like I'm really taking you through the seven stages right now. Uh, <laughs> I would I would enjoy all games going away, like and leaving something behind that isn't a Nintendo game, just to see like the Nintendo fans, just like fucking, uh, just like writhe in madness and torment. It would be incredible. <laughs> like those people, th- those people like I I joke about being overly attached to my boomer CRPG games. But, like, Nintendo fans are an entirely different level. Like, if you came Mario up to me... Mario has a power. If you came up to me and you say you don't like Arcanum, I'm like, ah, yeah, whatever. It's not... There's, there's obvious flaws with it. You say you don't like Morrowind, I'm like, yeah, I like, I like Morrowind a lot, but it, it is such a dated game. Um, 
if you go up to like a Nintendo fan and you tell them that like Tom Nook is a landlord, there <laughs> is like a, there is a non-zero <laughs> chance they will try and kill you. <laughs> which is just in which it, I, I think that yeah that that's that's the last time a, more than like one person got mad at us. Real like, <laughs> yeah. and then K of course you know had <laughs> dared to say that uh something in like the legend of Korra was an allegory for communism when it wasn't a one-to-one <laughs> representation of it which is my <laughs> my favorite criticism because it's just like do you know what an out <laughs> what an allegory is oh my god yeah you know fuck related to that video might be the most heat i've ever gotten actually it's always like fucking cartoon or a video game or something it's because those are let loose. you talk about anything in like that realm you are firmly in the man baby realm yeah you're a, you're amongst them you are amongst the man children and you must watch your step before if and if you just if you fucking even so much as suggest that there could be deeper political elements that are less than ideal and they're mm -hmm. they're baby toys <laughs> they Listen, will fill these guys have studied the blade. thousands of diapers at you. That's oh god, that's right. All right, so next question, uh Communist Apples says, "Do you have a game that you like despite being mechanically bad slash dated?" Uh Morrowind. <laughs> it's so <laughs> it's so dated. Like I I honestly I literally last week started it up again because I like saw all these expansion mods. So they're actually adding the mainland of like the Morrowind uh, territory, which is really fucking cool. And they're adding new quest lines. But then also, so I was like, I it's been a fucking hot minute since I've made a Morrowind character. So I I started up. I'm like, I want to use, do like something I've never done before and make a speechcraft character. And so I make this Imperial who's got like speechcraft. He's got thiefing skills because I can't help but be a thief in Marwind. It's so much fun. Um, yeah. But what I forgot to do was give myself any, uh, any emphasis in speed or athletics because I'm like, those are just, I don't fucking need those. Those don't make my character better. And so now I've got this character who's like, he's really good at he's good at casting spells he's good at combat he's good at speechcraft moves like a fucking turtle <laughs> just so fucking slow it's like he's <laughs> running in slow motion everywhere oh yeah tying your movement speed to a skill was a very funny thing to do <laughs> it's so fucking bad it's like this is almost unplayable <laughs> mm. um i mean uh, plus there's always also like the shit like everyone makes fun of in Marowind that's like uh, oh, you your sword passes right through like a mud crab at like twenty times before you actually hit them. Yeah. Anyway, I've been yeah. talking too long. I've been monopolizing. What are your guys' answers? The the dice roll uh, mechanics to hit are definitely uh, one they decided not to continue in later installments. Um, yeah. Morrowind is one for me. Also, at the risk of incurring uh, previously mentioned uh, Nintendo fans, Pokemon. Mm. Um, those games are like, as when you take them as RPGs, a lot right. about them is fucking shocking, especially 
considering how little they've kind of developed in like 20 years. Um, yeah, that's honestly here. when I was a kid, I it it drove me up the wall, like how hmm. their their innovation, quote unquote, every fucking year was just like we've added a bunch of like 50 new shitty Pokemon that you don't give a shit about and not improve <laughs> the game the core gameplay at all and it's like yeah it it was it literally drove me crazy back in like the 90s um when i was like a little kid and they were just sort of like i was just looking forward to like every like every other fucking game series every single time there was a sequel better graphics better gameplay like every almost every aspect of the game improved in some meaningful way and with pokemon nothing just more like more creatures like more pokemon for you to collect which is tedious they're like making yeah. this an original challenge vision they set out like oh 150 it's it's a challenge but you can do it and now every single time they're like, uh, yeah, you know, that 150 thing we told you about that we hyped up as like the main thing as our game to collect them all. Well, now you've got even more good luck, shithead. And it's just like, I, I feel like the thing isn't even to collect them all anymore. I think, I think they've moved beyond that because it's so unfeasible now. <laughs> yeah, they've just added like a million different shit, like crappily designed Pokemon that, yeah. that you don't like back in the day. Right. People gave a shit about their poke, like the different Pokemon. They were like, mm -hmm. they were like, you know, enough Pokemon to where there was like one, like every single person could conceive it could conceivably be your favorite, but not so many that you couldn't distinguish between them. Like I literally knew kids back then that would memorize a hundred, all a hundred and fifty Pokemon. And like what like no what Pokedex number they were, like all their fucking stats. And nowadays, if you nowadays you'd have to get like a fucking degree <laughs> to memorize yeah. all that shit. It's ridiculous. But I, I could forgive all of it if the games were just kind of like better as games. Mm. Oh, um, oh so okay, yeah. Here comes the here comes the <laughs> man child hate. Yeah. No no, I mean they're they're really subpar RPGs. The writing is like embarrassing. Terrible. Like it's a game for kids, but I can name a lot of games that are like rated E um, that have infinitely better writing than I mean, a fucking Pokemon game. You the know, writing like, it's is no excuse is non-existent as far as I can remember. It's just like, Oh no, there's lots of writing. Everyone runs around and says, boy, I love Pokemon. And then maybe a bad guy says, Oh, maybe Pokemon and then your your rival shows up like, no who you who you've chosen the name butthead for yeah butthead. <laughs> so butthead attacks and they're just like everyone i think everyone did that at some point everyone named their rival quote-unquote butthead yeah i've named them all, all sorts of shit i miss when the rival was a dick rivals are all like your buddy now and it's like man it's not fun no. to name you like come go <laughs> gobbler <laughs> <laughs> yeah exactly uh but yeah i still like them i like pokemon it's fun even though the games are just dog shit that's, Listen, that's my one the apex of pokemon was pokemon snap everything since then has been downhill true this they, is i unironically agree with that 
They did they remake it or make a sequel or something? They recently? did make a sequel. They did remake it too. I'm pretty sure. Oh wow! Yeah, people nowadays getting to play Pokemon Snap on their Nintendo Switches. Finally, I, something to live for. You know, I th- uh, oh sorry, you go ahead, Reese. I got just another anecdote to tell. Well, well, uh, my answer to that is to just generally agree that I think older games that one is nostalgic for is the most powerful response to this because it's like i've been playing a lot of like my my faves from like the nes era and it's just like in the 1980s there were maybe three people alive that knew how to make a video game like the (laughs) the game feel is dog shit just across (laughs) the board and then people are like mario 3 was good and it's like yeah mario 3 was great but that's that's the only game that was good yeah (laughs) you know the mario brothers um i played metroid recently which i think holds up in some ways because i think the the art and the music and the the going feel. through the alien planet is 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 an engaging experience mm. but also it's just like there's some dog shit things that are hilarious that they expected people to do like so much of that game is to just like if if you were to encounter it without a strategy guide so much of it would just be like shooting every wall so you found the one that like opens up so you can get the thing that you need you just yeah. have to know that you need the freeze ray against the Metroids. Otherwise you're just fucked and have to go back and just like wander around and spend like 40 hours figuring that out other, or just read it in a guide, you know, which is, I think what any person who's beat Metroid has done. Mm-hmm. Um, so, so that's even like good games from back in the day or that I can't think of a game that like today that I would like despite being mechanically bad because it's just I would immediately stop playing it. It'd, be, it'd just be like I got I have so many games in my back 300 not... fucking games on Steam that I have never played and uh, if <laughs> if you're just mechanically bad there's just like there's no reason to to persist with trash like that like that's the thing is that people back in the day they would play shitty games because what else are you going to fucking do? Go outside? I don't think so. You know, that was the no, anecdote no. I was going to say. Is like my dad, my dad, when he was a kid, he had like a Atari 2600. And so he got that out for uh, me and was like, here, here you go. These are the games that I used to play when I was a kid. And it had like the fucking Atari 2600 Superman game, which is notoriously shit. And like pac-man atari play you you played atari pac-man yeah oh man that game is fucking dog shit (laughs) and it just like and apparently i don't remember doing this but um apparently i loudly complained about it and was like dad this sucks And, (laughs) and and he he constantly teases me about it um when i talk to him about games because it's like you know, that's that's what I think about when I think about the games that I played in like my childhood, like you know, Morrowind, like Diablo, like they're they're gonna be Zoomers in the world now who've never played that. Who if they tried, if they tried like just base vanilla Morrowind without any of the fixes people have made for it over the years, they'd just be like, "Dad, this sucks." Yeah, what the fuck is this? Well, yeah. I, this sucks. <laughs> this sucks, Dad. I'm gonna go play Fortnite. 
the worst <laughs> the worst version of Morrowind is still not Pac-Man or the Atari. Um, yeah, no doubt. Yeah, no. It, 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 oh. Like, that's the thing, is that games have exponentially improved, mechanically speaking. I don't know about design philosophy-wise, or... Not design philosophy-wise, they've certainly taken a step back, in my opinion, and that they're now they're all just, like, fucking Skinner boxes designed to get you to engage with the their, you know, hashtag content. Yeah. Um, and the story-wise, they've almost certainly taken a step back, except for indie games, basically. Indie games are indie the only games things. and the occasional, like, Sony title single-player game. Yeah, the indie games and the occasional title they allow to be good because they need it to sell a console. <laughs> yeah, yeah, basically. <laughs> like, that's all the games <laughs> that are, like, genuinely engaging on an emotional level. Oh, my God. But that aspect kind of makes it on the flip side of playing these mechanically bad games are we could feel a lot fresher in some ways. Like the fact that when there's not like like a stupid talent tree or, you know, you have to go through Radio this like towers. system. Yeah. Or, or whatever, um, you know, and the, the, the bu- there might be bugs or glitches or whatever, but they mm-hmm. like feel like so much more like integrated with the game because you in it i i don't know i i i find that to be the the good aspect of engaging with all of this older stuff because you know anytime you start a game and you just like look at like I, I scroll over the achievements and i just look over the seven of them they're just like this is what you would do if you played this game for 700 hours uh-huh. you know get get 700 parries in the lava tower or whatever and it's just like nobody why are you even asking people to do this it's nonsense. It's not fun. But, uh, it's just grind. That's what a lot of games have just sort of decided to extend the playtime and like their perceived level of value has just become grindy, pretty terrible RPGs. Like that's what they've yeah. all become. Oh, but anyway, enough. That. This is <laughs> more like us moaning about how bad game. When did we become old people? Well, that's a good question. When did that happen? I took some time ago, <laughs> I believe. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> when the planes hit the tower. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, I mean, the title of the podcast, I mean, we're we're not here to be positive about video games, except true. for those, those episodes where we do. But uh, there won't exactly. be any of that today. No, there won't be. All right. Here's a... I'm not sure how to approach this question because it's more like 15... Um, so I'll get oh, yeah. my answer first. Adam R. Mosher one asks, who has the correct perspective on land back? People like Luna Oy or Peter Coffin. Why is Chapo Tra- Trap House being compared to the Washington Post? Why does Vosh suck so hard? Is it possible for all of humanity to come together to save this planet before it's impossible in five years? And I'd just like to answer, no. That's my answer to <laughs> all of that. <laughs> I don't know what most of these questions are referring to. I'd like I've, um, I've I've been disengaged so hard from the Twitter discourse that I don't even really know what Landback is. I'm assuming it's some sort of project to return uh, land to uh, Native Americans, and I have no yeah, idea yeah. what Luna Oys or Peter Coffin's perspective even is. So I probably just kind of want to skip that part. Well, well, I did uh, 45 seconds of research. Oh, you are a most qualified expert then. 
All right, hit us. Uh, and uh, uh, land back is it's like what you said. You know, it's a it's a broader initiative for uh, you know indigenous peoples of all nations. Uh-huh. Um, and uh, Luna Oi is all for it. Uh, Peter yeah. Coffin believes that uh, the na- the indigenous peoples will just engage in the capitalist systems that we already engage in. So there's no point in giving them over, which I think is a dog shit opinion. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm 100% uh, in favor of land back. I think money back is uh, a much, you know, more direct thing. But land back too, yes. Okay. Um, why is Chapel Trap House being compared to the Washington Post? Chapel Trap House is dead. Um, no, no need to answer that. Why does Val <laughs> suck so hard? Uh, because he is CIA, and if he is not CIA, he's being propped he's a, up. He's a fucking sock He's a fucking social um, chauvinist. Fuck him. Yeah. Uh, he's barely that. Um, it is a, is yeah. it possible for all of humanity to come together to save this planet before it's impossible in five years? No. Um, if you look at, you know, news coming out of India. Oh, uh, that's a good South point. South America. You, you, the answer is, is that the planet is already sliding into the, the doom event. So the no, it's, we, we had our chance uh, yeah. a while back. To, to wake up and it's it's not going to happen it just hasn't quite reached uh you know the twitter sphere of you know canada north america and uk screaming about uh marvel movies yet i wanted some clarification on on one of your answers reese is chapo trap house being compared to washington post chapo trap house is dead is it dead they seem to I be mean, going still uh, i thought it's not concerned culturally mm. they're they are no longer i mean you know I'm sure a lot of people are letting their Patreons go on because they have, you know, moderately better opinions than your average thing on the internet. But, you know, it used to be, I find, at least in my experience, that there was a lot more unironic, like, retweeting of, like, Matthew Christman and uh, Felix. There was a lot more kind of, like, people responding directly to their ideas and listening to Chapel Now directly they seem kind of withdrawn and like less interested in, you know, I like kind of bold proclamations. They're just like, they just talk about, you know, their lives. They got their ass beat. Like fucking, we we all did like the fucking like Bernie 2020 campaign. Just, just put all of our dicks through a ringer. Um, And I think that that, you know, that is a big reason why you, you listen to Chapo Trap House today and they're just sort of like, anyway, we're talking about movies from the 80s now. And anyway, we're not talking about Virgil, Texas now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but not that they I, need to. Like, I'm not, I'm not trying to suggest no. like, well, I mean, even comment, he, he disappeared off funny. the fucking it's, podcast before he got canceled. He just stopped showing up. Like, the, the, for a yeah. group of people that would roast anybody for any reason and like make fun of anybody who wasn't. The omerta surrounding Virgil, Texas is hilarious. It's very <laughs> funny. It's so funny how he's just gone. He's, he's just, gone, gone. He just got That's fucking disappeared like that, like, like that guy <laughs> standing next to Stalin in the photograph. <laughs> Someone needs that, but it's like the rest of Chapo Trap House where Stalin is. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sure that's been made. Somebody's got to have made like a Photoshop yeah. of that. I mean, like Matt Crispin. <laughs> he's just gone. I mean, I still think Matt Crispin... He has, like, his own thing going where he's talking about politics. And, you know, I think his his main point, I would say, is that 
politics in the United States, pretty left-wing politics in the United States, pretty fucking dead, pretty a dire situation. Politics mm. in South America and like other places, much more optimism about potentially uh, overthrowing like the U.S. hegemony. Hegemony. This is an important point uh, and why internationalism is so important because mm -hmm. often we in the imperial cores are kind of uplifted by these more radical sort of populations and then in turn, ideally, we can do something to reduce the sort of uh, aggression of an imperial power uh, or, or try to resist it in some small way. And I mean, the, the only reason there was ever prominent communist organizations in a lot of countries is because of the USSR and it's like global support network. Mm -hmm. So yeah, I, I don't know. I think there's a lot of optimism in other places right now. And that can also kind of mm -hmm. trickle down to shitholes like America and the UK. Yeah. Just dog shit hell pits like the United <laughs> States and the UK. Just nightmarish kingdoms of rot. The fucking realm <laughs> of Nurgle. <laughs> the one thing I'd like to touch on before we move on this question is like stuff like land back mm. um i i find it so incredibly suspect when people are against it because it's not happening <laughs> you know yeah. it's 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 it there's no way it, it's it's happening and i really like honestly like i would love it honestly if if it happened but the fact that you can't even support this fi fictional idea <laughs> of some sort of restitution is like so incredibly suspect to me if you are engaged in the idea of creating an ideology for yourself mm. um and, and i don't know it's so like I, it's very surprising to me that people are like Pretending we're on the the ruling council of labor, being like, actually, those systems are going to crop back up. We can't yeah. give land to the indigenous people. It's just like, yeah. fuck off. I think that's why I, I didn't really check into that discourse at all because it's like, oh, you're arguing about something that's not even on the table. Well, who who yeah. cares then? This is you're playing a game. This is a game. It is a game. <laughs> they're like they're it's just politics. They're all they're not playing. They're not doing politics. They're all, they're all playing fucking D and D on Twitter. They're playing politics D and D, where they're just like, "All right, now your character is the head of labor in the future, and you need to make a decision about whether we're going to enact our land back policy." And just like, mm, "Yes, I can. I must weigh this this real thing very seriously." Well, so I, much I of kind of get politics is like that. You know, I it's can like, kind of understand the pro arguments, like people wanting mm. to engage the pro arguments because it's like a, you know, like a very broad, catchy thing where you can like address like the real issues. So when Luna Oi is, uh, uh, I, I hope I'm pronouncing that correctly, I think so. uh, talks about it. You know, she is. I don't even drilling know who down that is. on a lot of. I have to admit, she is a, a Vietnamese communist. Oh. Who has that was the one who got in a lot of fights with, uh, with Vouch. Um, I think I actually Vouch is totally ignorant. Do I follow them on Twitter? I don't know. I follow Luna. She seems nice. Don't really know her. Yeah, I, I, I don't really, really know them one hundred percent. But you know, I'm, I'm certainly, uh, you know, I, I get it when somebody like her uh, is talking about land back when Peter Coffin mm. is. Being like, uh, no, 
Uh, that's that's the real capitalism. Like, sorry, that's dog shit. All right, let's move know, on like to our I next said, question. I'm not following it, so I have no idea. Yeah. Uh, oh, oh, so sorry. I wanted to say one quick thing on this, right. which is the, about the um, uh, the planet before it's impossible in five years. Um, yes. There is no um singular kind of crisis point, and like was said before, we're mm-hmm. you know it's it's too late to unfuck it. Yeah. Um, but it's not like it it reaches reaches terminal amounts of fucked in five years. It's just you know yeah exactly the fuck fuckness just goes up every year and we just have to cope with it and and, and work around it the best we can there's Thing, no cutoff point yeah really. it's not going to be like a calamity it's not going to be terminator we're not going to get we're not going to all just explode as nice yeah. as that would be um, <laughs> finally some fucking release finally just oh yeah yeah like a lot of people will die president g be a lot of may fire when it's ready <laughs> um but it's just gonna be things will just get slowly worse and worse and worse and there'll be a couple of i think a breaking points might come in like 30 to 40 years but in five years things will be impossible to unfuck but it won't be reach terminal fuckness if that makes sense we got like one more generation i think before things reach terminal fuckness yeah. Anyway, that's a nice depressing question. Next question. <laughs> Swest Doll says, virtual reality, video games of the future or the 3D movie of gaming? It's kind of both. I don't think that it's kind of, it's always going to be kind of niche because for one, it requires like a really powerful system. Um, I, I guess modern uh, consoles are probably powerful enough to do pretty good virtual reality, but also you have to latch a thing to your face and move around, which is antithetical to gaming. Yeah. I think if it ever is made affordable enough, it I could see it becoming like a genre. Mm-hmm. Like that type of game is the VR game, whereas 3D movies, just I, I feel like those are gone. I feel like you don't yeah. really even get those anymore. That was just a fad. It didn't add anything meaningful to the experience of watching a movie, I don't think. Like, nothing about... No. It, like, and it, if you wore glasses, it was annoying, so... Yeah, exactly. If you're a big, big nerd who wore glasses like me, <laughs> and <laughs> yeah. wear even more glasses, you're a double-glasses nerd. It's yeah. not a good look. What do you think, Reese? I think that there needs to be a, a level of innovation that has not been reached yet before exactly. it switches away from the 3D movie of gaming. They gotta be like right. They gotta have the the suspension pods. They gotta have like the bo- the the pods that keep you from thrashing around. I, it's just it feels like it's impossible to happen in a in a in an environment where you know you can pull your plug out or accidentally step on your cat like <laughs> stuff like that. It it's uh, uh, combined with the fact that like they're very hard to design and be fun. You know, there's, you know, you make a game in a cockpit and I'm sure that that's much cooler in, uh, in VR, but like it, it all, it's always going to feel niche to me. Like I could never imagine getting, getting one of those. Okay. Well, that was an easy question. So let's move on. Mm. All right. Bob Ombraid and others. Uh, bomb omrad like like a bob bomb but he's a bob omrad what's a game you enjoy but has politics you hate similar question favorite games you're ashamed to admit that you like what is objectively the worst game that you love 
I can answer that second question very easily. It's Diablo 2 Resurrected. It is a game that I very much am enjoying, but I also hate it because it's fucking modern. It's Blizzard. <laughs> yeah. Um, I don't know. If, I can't think of many games that I enjoy but have bad quote-unquote politics for it's, me the answer to that one is civilization any of the civilizations oh, that's a good I've, answer I've, i played a lot uh just a, i played a shitload of civ 5 and a fair amount of civ 6 and i i love those games but i think that that framing is bad mm. yeah. yeah i would also add like paradox map games to that it's just something deeply sure. rancid about them but yeah, I I've won't been, pretend to have it, but hundreds of hours in, you know. True. I, I mean, I guess I could answer something like uh, Warhammer, uh, Total War Two, because it's basically just like which flavor of fascism would you like? And it just <laughs> yeah. like mm, I don't. I like the rat flavored fascism. Let me get the rat fascism. And it, it's just like, but I don't really. I don't. It's difficult to take it seriously just because it is so over the top. Yeah, that that'd be my response. Is that it's? It seems like life is dog shit for everybody. Yeah, it's difficult to be like, yeah, the politic. You have to be a fucking dipshit to take Warhammer politics seriously. I feel, so, <laughs> although some do. Yeah, and that's yeah. the the only people who do or like uh, Deus Volt, the Emperor of Man, is so epic are just shitheads like complete morons mm. i got another one metro 2033 i think those those are the numbers really that's a game of stupid fucking politics what uh, are the politics like one of them has like an epic both sides between like oh nazis basically um, i i there's not a lot of games i i enjoy that have bad politics like yeah bioshock infinite was okay i guess but i don't it's not something i've been like i love i love bioshock infinite it's <laughs> it's just like something else like oh, that was you know that was a good that was an enjoyable six hours you know i didn't play it again i don't feel like playing it ever again the story was kind of dumb and i didn't really investigate it that that thoroughly when i played it the first time in like 2015 i was just like this is this is kind of a weird story but okay yeah, um, but it, obviously now you look at it and you're like, oh, that was dog shit politics. <laughs> yeah, same with Bioshock too. Yeah, just but I just was I don't think I enjoyed it enough for it to be relevant, and I mm. literally fucking hate what was it, the Outer Planet, Outer Worlds, Outer Worlds, yeah, Outer Worlds sucks dick, and it's not just the <laughs> politics; the gameplay is also bad. So <laughs> it's yeah. like. It's like it's a terrible RPG where like the perks, the perks, the loot, everything just becomes this bland mush. A couple hours into the game, you realize none of this matters. Like the unique weapons that they they give you sometimes have like unique effects are literally worse than if you just take like the base item and upgrade it a bunch. So you never use them. Yeah. Ready for the next question? Yes. All right. Tully says neither of you can be the head. Who's number two? Who's number three and four on the human centipede? And who is the dream head? 
that's a good question. I, I feel like I feel like it's better to be on the tail end of the human centipede. You know what I mean? I mean, so yeah, I guess more. You get to like you don't have to shit in somebody's mouth for one thing. Which like you is, can move your legs a little more too. Yeah, and I feel yeah. like the poop has to get through the person in front of you before it gets to you. Mm-hmm. That's so I feel like it's more desiccated. Like it's been you know. <laughs> this is such a gross question. Yeah, I wonder if that'll make it yeah. grosser or less gross. We should do some experiments. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and the the dream head is Hasuna Miku. Yeah, definitely. agreed. Or Sonic. Absolutely. Sonic the Hedgehog. <laughs> uh, well, it could be Tails, and then two and three <laughs> are connected oh, to each of his buttholes. <laughs> My God. Okay, next <laughs> <question>. <laughs> oh my god alright uh, Noct Seeger says have any of the podcast hosts considered playing Factorio and then entering a time void where they suddenly lose like six hours to playing it I've played no. Factorio before yeah it's okay. I mean I don't think I've lost I... like six hours in a, in a single session like people there are people out there who are just like, I love Factorio so much. I love playing it. It's so engaging. It just sort of like something about it kind of rubbed me the wrong way. And that I was I know like, what, I know what rubbed you the wrong way about it. What's that? That it's too much like your job. Yeah. It, it's uh, too much like, it, it just like, that, that's it, what you told me. Yeah. It, it's just like, it's so, it's kind of, it gets annoying how like you get done with like setting up this one system and then just like, okay, now here's an even more complicated system for you to set up. I'm just sort of like, yeah, I was having fun. And then you're just sort of like, now you got to make it more complicated. And it's just like, ah, whatever. I hate any game that feels like work and that game feels like work. It is. I don't it, like it. It does feel like work. And I, it doesn't, it doesn't feel like a puzzle at a certain point. It's like, yeah, it's not hard. I could figure this out if I wanted to, but it's not fun either. I I like Factorio uh, personally. I've I have lost a lot of time to it. Um, mm -hmm. I don't think I have. I'm like like wild about it, especially since we've learned that Factorio's uh, devs are uh, bad people, objectively. Mm -hmm. But uh, I, I I enjoy the. Uh, as as a very chaotic, you know, ADHD person who is, you know, never had like a real uh, STEM job. I've had tech support jobs, but that's mostly just like lying about how I know things. Mm -hmm. um, and so for me, it's like a very it's it's an interesting way to engage with that kind of stuff. But uh, but yeah, I see where you're coming from. All right, next question. Wadey asks, which games have your top five highest playtimes on steam which i think check. for me is it's fucking embarrassing there's only <laughs> actually there's only one game on here that i i now literally despise um but i played for 500 hours so i get it is a it is a mark of shame that i wish i could remove somehow well, um, uh, what what is it? Give give us the give us the rundown. Right, let's, the rundown played. is number one: Warframe with nine hundred hours on record. Mm -hmm. um, I played that like in a depressive fugue state. So, you know, uh, 
I guess I don't really Warframe is pretty good. I I think it gets old after 900 hours, but uh, it was good up until then. The the second game is the one I was talking about, War Thunder, with like 500 hours on record, and it's uh, it's awful. It's so fucking toxic, and I was very toxic while I was playing it because I got mad. I got gamer mad because I got killed <laughs> in my plane. Um. And I didn't like I didn't like the person that it was making me into, so I stopped playing it. Damn. Yeah. So don't play War Thunder. It's bad. Anyway, Arma three with two hundred and thirty seven hours. Arma three is fun. It is it is like D and D for Milsim nerds. That you can just basically do anything you want. Monster Hunter World and number five is Terraria. Okay. And then after that is Warhammer End Times Vermintide 1 and 2. Because I like Vermintide. Mm. That's it. That's it. Those are my top seven, I guess. All right. I've got my top five here. Um, so number one, with 560 hours, is Dark Souls 3. Damn. Nice. I love that fucking game. Holy shit, that's a lot. I Yeah, I do a lot of, or I've done a lot of PvP in it. Um. Uh, I fucking love Dark Souls. Everyone loves Dark Souls, but I really love Dark Souls. <laughs> not like those fake fans. You're not like those fake <laughs> fans. Mm-hmm. Um, Bloodborne is on the PlayStation, so I have no idea how it stacks up, but I played a lot of that. Uh, number two is actually like my current favorite multiplayer game, which is Hunt Showdown with 386 okay. hours. Um, I think I recommended that on a recent video games are okay, maybe. It's really, really good. Mm-hmm. It's it scratches my itch to shoot bolt action guns and kill uh men. Yeah. Um <laughs> I feel that uh, way. As number well. 3 <laughs> Number 3 is Slay the Spire with 275 hours. That's just a that's just a good ass roguelike. It's pretty good. I I enjoyed yeah. that. I beat it the first uh the first time I kind of stopped playing it just cuz I had so many other games to play. Mm-hmm. Um and but uh, it's it's pretty fun. It's a very nice strategic card battling game. Yeah, yeah. I, I beat it with each one of the people. I really like the orb guy. Um, orb guy is like, the best. Orb guy yeah, is... Yeah, he rules. I had my full. He is my so OP. Mm. What was it? Was uh, that all five? That was three. Uh, the fourth is Terraria. Wow. At 251 hours. Terraria um, getting repped on this list. Yeah, that's a game... Everyone was playing it a few years ago, you know? Everyone likes ter- um, ever- Terraria... Good it's game. Fun. It's a fun game. It's good. I think I think I've played enough of it for my life, but uh, <laughs> it was good. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, number f- uh, what am I on? Five. Number five is Dark Souls one. Mm-hmm. One, two, three. Yeah, I can count. That's five. It, it would have been higher, um, but um, it's split into Prepare to Die edition and the remaster. That's probably uh, another hundred hours on there. Gotcha. How about you, Reese? Dark Souls. Okay, so I'm going to just, I'm outing myself as the number one gamer goblin on this podcast. Just Let's go. Just, just filthy. Number one with a bullet uh, is Final Fantasy XIV with 1,600 hours played. <laughs> Holy shit. Buddy. Um, uh, no defense. Uh, put me to death. Uh <laughs> <laughs> It's it's even higher than that because I stopped uh, 
using the Steam client to open it up because I was too embarrassed by my playtime. Oh my god. <laughs> Okay, uh, also, this is the one that I, I actually like Final Fantasy fourteen. so it's like, I don't feel too bad about that. This the next one I feel terrible about. This game sucks. Uh, number two, at 931 hours, is Destiny 2. Um, yeah. Which, which is, uh, it's gotten even worse from everything I've said. Um, number yeah. three is Realm Grinder, but that's like an idle game. I just like left it on in the background. Like when I was doing other stuff, so I'm not going to count that. Uh, yeah. Number three is Monster Hunter World at 400 hours. Pretty good. Uh, number four is Payday 2 at 336 hours. Nice. And number five is Killing Floor uh, at uh, 312 hours. Um, and so, yeah, those last three were the big. Killing like, Floor one or two? One. Uh, one is the good the big, one. Like, Mm. One is the best one. I like two okay, two? but one w was... I don't know how I, this didn't, like, fucking drive me up the wall before, but, like, since... I, now I've just sort of realized, like, Killing Floor 2 just has all these fucking cosmetics, and they just, like, pay $5 to unlock this USB stick, and I don't know how that didn't, like... I, I don't know. I don't know how that didn't, like, just, just offend me when I played mm. Killing Floor 2. It's it's less obtrusive than when they added it in Payday Two, for example. I'm sure Payday Two would be much higher if it, that wasn't so dog shit. Yeah, uh, that everybody <laughs> stopped playing it all at once. Um, Pretty much, yeah. So I, I don't feel bad about those back three because those those, those were all good times with friends games. But yeah. uh, Final Fantasy fourteen put me to death. Uh, Terraria is at two hundred <laughs> hours. Uh, so yeah, I play a lot of that game too. Nice. It, it's hey, do you it's incredible, like, Reese plays so much more games than me, because it's like, he's, he's got Terraria at 200 hours, and it doesn't even break his top five, and like, <laughs> the top, my top three, my top three game, Arma 3, has like 240 hours, and like, that, that is incredible. <laughs> I'm, I'm sorry, Reese, I'm sorry we've had no, to out I mean, yourself as the gamer goblin. <laughs> no, listen, that's, uh, I've been up front from the start. It's just been, uh, it's presented pretty starkly here. And everything you would like to infer about the amount of video games I play is probably correct. All right, so let's move on to our next question. question. Hold oh, on, what? hold on. Do you think someone, for someone like me who hates MMOs, right. do you think uh, I would enjoy Monster Hunter Worlds? Mm, maybe. It's not really an I... MMO. I guess I wasn't yeah. sure if it was. It seemed like it's it an action was, game. But, hmm. I mean, there's there's some like MMO type like stuff, but the the core loop is is actiony. It's this like is you beating and... the shit out of dinosaurs. I like to beat up dinosaurs. I will. And and the variety of weapon types uh, mm -hmm. is very engaging too. So I, I would say it's probably good. Monster Hunter Rise is coming out soon, so that might be the. The one to jump in on if you're going to get one, but okay. uh, um, I, I would say it is it, it's very actiony, so I think you'd probably like it, even if you were annoyed by the MMO stuff. All right, All right. Cool. Uh, let's go to the next one. Biggest video game surprise of recent memory. Um, uh, hmm. God, uh, for me, I'll answer while you're you're thinking. All right, 
Um, the biggest video game surprise for me is uh, Alton really badgered me for a while to get this. And I was like, eh, it looks fun, but I don't like the other types of games. But I really loved it. It was Total Warhammer 2. Um, mm. I, uh, I, I don't like any of the other Total War games that I played, but I logged in 108 hours on it, uh, playing it with Alton and by myself. Um, and I could easily, if I was not like so swamped these days with games to play, I could easily see myself putting a lot more time in that and having a great time. Oh, so that's me. I, I fuck. I this. I almost fucking forgot about this. I cannot believe that I, like, I almost said Undertale, and that's not recent. Come on, two thousand fucking fifteen. <laughs> that's not oh recent God. at all. The mo the recent biggest surprise for me, I would say, oh, probably Wander Song. Wander Song is good. I liked Wander Song. Yeah, I, Wander I didn't quite beat it, but that was that was a good Wander game. Song is, is sort of like a very chill game. I guess I probably shouldn't spoil it, but it's basically the entire the entire game builds up to the finale, and I don't think it disappoints. Um, so that was. Well, fucking Wander Song was so was so good. I did not expect Wander Song to be that good, and that is my or that on my wish list. I I remember that game. Uh, it, it is very it. like I, I feel like I have a type of indie game where it just like it penet it just gets through like the the shitty ironic like detached. Uh, being an asshole of my normal day-to-day -day life. Yeah, podcaster. It's, uh, it gets through the <laughs> podcaster layer of my personality, and it, it, it just it gets to me on an emotional level. It's very, very rare for, like, a video game or literally anything else to do. Um, you know, and so if you, if you like that kind of, uh, I guess, sappy, emotional video game, Wander Song is very good. It's got the same sort of emotional or as Undertale. And I think those are two of my, my favorite games of all yeah. time. Undertale's pretty good. Undertale um, whips. Undertale's like, wow. Yeah. Don't let, yeah. It, don't let people overhype you for it. Just go in with an open mind. You'll have a good time. And kill everyone. Kill everyone. <laughs> and jerk I, I, I gotta get it. in on that, uh, that Delta Rune. Yeah, I've not oh, even yeah, checked out anything with Deltarune. I've just been like, uh, could it be as good as the first one? Nah. Probably nah, not, but probably it might not. still be really good. I probably, I really should look into it. But then I was like the thing with the first, the first Deltarune chapter, and it was just sort of like, yeah, if you try to uninstall it, it'll wipe your hard drive. I'm like, ooh, maybe I'll wait on this one. <laughs> yeah. Um, wait till they get rid of the, the computer-destroying bug. So I don't know how much of a recent memory it is. I'm trying to remember if this was last year or the year before, <laughs> but mm. sort of recently, a big surprise for me was how much I ended up loving the Yakuza games. Um, cause oh, I, yeah. yeah I love those. Like I've heard multiple people like, uh, Mitch heavy, heavy eyed, heavy X eyed mm -hmm. on Twitter. Um, he was telling, he had like a recent video about Yakuza and how it represents like, uh, criminality and stuff like that. That's a really good video that I recommend people go check out. Ooh, um, yeah, I will check that out. Um, I think we talked about it on a, a podcast episode with, uh, I think, Nick, like, quite a while ago. 
Yeah, um, pe- there are a lot of people who love Yakuza, especially people recommend Yakuza Zero as sort of like the, the jumping oh, yeah. off point. And I, I have that, and I have it installed, and one day I will play it. It's so good. I thought it was just going to be like a fun kind of like beat-em-up game. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I, I cracked it open because I was kind of in the mood for something like that. Um, mm-hmm. But it's, it's fucking incredible. It's like... I don't it's so hard to describe like it's a fucking weird game and it's it's one of my favorite games probably Yakuza 0 it's it's up there like it's really really good I've played um like the the remakes of 1 and 2 as well and they're also really good and I've got 3 4 and 5 sitting in steam for when I've got time like the remasters of them nice uh have you played yeah, I'm Yakuza play Reese I uh I had an interruption when I played Yakuza Zero, um, and that. But when I did, uh, and I have to still have to get back to it. But like the half of it or so I did play was amazing. Like the the period piece aspect of Yakuza Zero is just amazing. Yeah, just the like the eighties kind of alleyways and stuff is so cool. Um, I, I went on a vacation to Japan ages ago. And, uh, you know, it wasn't the 80s, obviously, but it it was so interesting. It was to kind the of, like, 60s. Revisit that. Exactly. It, 19, <laughs> 1945. Uh, <laughs> <I don't know. laughs> just Reese was just like a, not an ageless member. Of the, <laughs> he's just like in the Marine Corps during World War II. Uh, I mean, yeah. my immortality would really explain these steam hours I put in. Um, <laughs> uh, but yeah, it's amazing. It's an incredible uh, Yakuza drama. Like, as mm-hmm. I've, I've watched uh, a lot of those in my 20s. Um, mm-hmm. And it feels really authentic to those. Well, just being so much fun. And then all of the side stuff is just wild. It's just a wild fucking game. Yeah. Man. You will literally laugh and cry. <laughs> like it has a really good it's emotional true. range. Uh, it's it's whiplash sometimes, but like in a good way. All right, we've got ready for the next question. Let's do it. Yeah. All right. Cardio beats fascism. Asks, what was the ideological conclusion of your di- conclusion of your different run-throughs of Disco Elysium? Probably misses one since K only. But yeah, only K has finished Disco Elysium. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so uh, I- communism communism Boom, i did not ex- i did not expect that i i, I had you <laughs> pegged for a fascist okay. yeah everyone does yeah watch my video uh, <laughs> Boom. next question <laughs> yeah go watch k's video about disco elysium yeah maybe hogs, maybe episode you maybe content part two, swine maybe one day we can uh do part two of our disco elysium yeah, yeah we fucking did one <laughs> let's play of it and we, we decided to role play as a, 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 um, oh god, what's his fucking name? Leisure Suit Larry. <laughs> god, what a fucking... That would be... That's a good fucking playthrough, man. Let us know yeah. if you want us to ever finish that, that Let's Play. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, uh, Conky asks, how did you and Mies, uh, you and Reese meet? I'm assuming that's a question for me? Because uh, Reese and Kay met on the podcast. Yeah. yeah Alton, wait, Alton, how did we meet? I don't um, fucking remember. I probably DM'd you and was like, would you like to go on our podcast? Yeah, probably. Would you like to talk to us about about my games are bad? That's how I sound yeah. in DMs. I'm like a, I, a I, meek, 
a meek, like weak old man that just begging <laughs> on hands and knees for you to give us clout. If I recall correctly, Alton, that you you saw Kay's the politics of Fallout video. Yes, and I and was that's what inspired you to ask them on. Exactly. Oh wow. I was like, this is a good ass video. It's about video games. I'm sold. Hell um, yeah. Uh, and then Conky's second part of his question was it at a Bohemian Grove satanic ritual? It was close. Mm. We met on the Chapo Trap House Discord. <laughs> yep. We were like on um, the Chapo Trap oh House Discord, and it was like, who wants to play Vermintide? It's like we played Vermintide together. That's how yeah, we, we played a lot of Vermintide, and then we were like, you know what fucking sucks? The Chapo Trap House Discord. Yeah. <laughs> Man, we we have so many of our current friends are just like like refugees, I guess, from the Chapo Trap House Discord. Like uh just a bunch of people who used to be on there, but never go on there again. <laughs> so this podcast is technically like an offshoot of uh the Chapo Trap House cinematic universe we, yeah we'd like to think of ourselves as like an expansion to chapo trap house like, yeah that's uh, we always say that in the first couple episodes we were like listed as like one of three or four like official podcasts of the discord mm -hmm. so nice yeah there were a couple of them um so yeah bohemian grove satanic ritual like i said pretty close yeah. pretty close uh, all right, Cardio Beats Fascism asks, "Who is your Nickelodeon All Stars Brawl main?" Uh, uh, yeah, um, uh, Nigel Thornberry. Easy, look at yeah, him. Yeah, it's. I mean, it's Tim Fucking Curry. How can you beat that? You can't. Unbeatable. Uh, I'm. I'm gonna beat y'all with Invader Zim. Let's do it. It's a oh tournament. My God. Oh fuck. Let's do this. Invaders. <laughs> I, Invader Zim is something that I did not watch growing up, and I'm so fucking glad I didn't see it till I was an adult. <laughs> because it's just like... Yeah. It, so you could appreciate the nuance as an adult, yeah. right? <laughs> That's right. I couldn't understand the complex themes of Invader Zim as a child. I needed to, I needed to be a fully grown adult to really soak in the complexity. No, it's because you it is... You need a very high IQ. It, <laughs> it's the original Rick and Morty. Um, no, it's because it's, it, it is, I can see how like children back in the early 2000s or whenever it was, would be so taken with it. Like weird children is like the demographic, like hot topic weirdos with bad taste. Yeah. Yeah. Like the, the I look at me, I'm so kooky and zany and doing this <laughs> in real life. And it's, does not a, it, it does not age well you know it, it's got like the lol epic random humor a little bit you know what i'm saying yeah it, it's uh anyway good. that's a tangent good. that's what you were it's good yeah exactly i love it i've 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 married an invaders in body pillow that's how much i love it hell yeah Damn. yeah all right send, send me that link later <laughs> <laughs> Uh, all right. Um, this is, uh, I believe, YSR715. I believe that is Lan. Correct. All right. Anyone, uh, anyone 
What? Anyone you wonder why you follow on Twitter but still do. Good sentence structure. <laughs> Just ripping man apart. <laughs> um, is there anyone I... Yes, there are a couple people I follow on Twitter who I'm like... Who make me question why I follow them. Not any, for any political reasons, but I do follow this one person on Twitter who I, I like. Uh, they're a pretty chill person. They constantly post uh, vor and inflation porn. Oh my god. <laughs> so that does make me question why I follow them occasionally. You know what I mean? And I'm sorry, Lan, but I unfollowed you because you tweeted nothing but fucking nothing but fucking Gashapon links. Like, just nothing but a whole all Gashapon stuff that I don't understand. And I reacted in old man rage because I did not understand them. Understandable. Well, I think uh, we might be talking about the same person, Alton, uh, because the person I wonder why I still follow uh, for their uh, posts is Will Miniker, mm. uh, who, who posts more <laughs> constantly. An inflation <laughs> fetish art, yeah. Exactly. I, I'm always. Um, I wish Will would not would stop posting so much vor fetish. Yeah, I just I don't know nothing against him personally i just realized one day i'm like this is a very dull follow uh but it's always I, I just like i love movies from the 80s that's my character trait i love movies from the 80s too but i i there's no particular insight i find engaging mm. all right ready for the next one hold on i got one um oh right what's your follow your question yeah to follow there's this fucking guy on Twitter uh -huh. named Alton. And you know mm. how Twitter shows you like things that people you follow which, that they like? <laughs> well, I had to fucking unfollow him because he kept liking all this more. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> I just like, I can't stop. I, I, I like it so much. My Invader Zim for, Vor fetish is unfortunately <laughs> broadcast to all my followers. <laughs> I would say it's against my wishes, but that, no, that's also my fetish. It's making you, you specifically, okay, see my Invader Zim for fetish. Yeah, he loves it. I love it. Uh, it's my favorite. Um, anyway, uh, Aku Majau Dragula says, fuck Mary Kill. Four push. Oh, four push. I, I, I don't understand why you keep changing your names. I don't understand. People are always like, I'm going to make a clever Twitter name. And I'm like, I don't know you anymore because I'm old. <laughs> <laughs> Who are you? What are you? Why are you in my house? Why am oh, I following you? These are the DMs, Alton. What? Oh, yeah, that's right. I'm not an old man. <laughs> uh, oh, actually, I am, but I'm not, I'm not meek. I'm strong yeah. and virile. Yeah, you're a ro ro and <laughs> robust potent. senior citizen. <laughs> With semen. Uh, anyway. Right. Fuck Mary Kill Movie Bob Boogie uh 1488 in the or in the quartering. <laughs> you gotta kill the quartering. Yeah. yeah. You gotta kill the quartering. So the question is, for me, the answer is uh Mary Boogie. I feel like he's he's I feel like his life is, you know, whatever mm. you can say about it, more stable than movie bobs. I think he would treat me right. Um I think and I fuck Movie Bob because we've talked about it so often. We might as well get it over. <laughs> we might as well get it over with. I totally agree. It was Boogie Wright who, um, like, someone came to his house and he pulled a gun on him. Right? That was Boogie. Yeah, that's, that's right. He's a, yeah. He's see, he'll protect the fucking he'll homestead. Protect you. Yeah. He will kill 
all the prank YouTubers that come to your house, which is no Gun them down in the street like dogs. You will dogs. kill them like a dog. You will <laughs> strangle the life out of them and not blink as the light leaves their eyes. That, that's, right. that, that's sexy to me. So I think that you, you're completely correct, Reese. Yeah. yeah. All right. I can't um, believe we're, we're totally agreed on this. This is great. All right. Four Push's second, <laughs> second question is, what's your favorite Final Fantasy? Um, that, that was answered on the last. Uh, yeah, you're right. It was not last pod. If you wanna, if you wanna know that, uh, listen to uh, the latest Patreon episode. Yes. Boom. Where, hey, where we where we tell you for uh, a dollar, you'll get it. What it is. Yeah, yeah, but you you if you're listening to this right now, you gotta you gotta subscribe for five dollars. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> you, if you subscribe after listening to this episode, you have to pay us five dollars. Yeah, you gotta do five um all right uh nadia asks best game you hate dislike that's an interesting question is mm. there a good game that i hate i feel like there there's is a well something. there's a well-regarded game that i strongly dislike which What's is that? the witcher 3 mm. um, you don't yeah. like the witcher 3 i i i, I respect the the story around the witcher 3 although i do not like gerald as a character and feel f for reasons i cannot explain repelled by him mm. um he, i also a find the guy he's, a, I, he's a gross man he shows you his feet he has he like loves his, his big dick I, sticking out of the tub see that that's, that might have been a mod part. never that's mind <laughs> The, uh, and I'd rather just read the books if I want to engage in this world. And I also hate the mm. combat. Um, mm. I think, I think so the combat is very bad uh, personally. And I'd rather all combat encounters be solved with Gwent. That, that oh, would make yeah. it a good game to me. Um, oh, that would have been sick. Oh, There's yeah. a spin-off game that's Gwent only called Thronebreaker. I like that. Oh, I might, I might pirate that. Yeah. Um, you know what's funny is my sixth most played game on Steam is Witcher 3. <laughs> <laughs> nice. I, a, a lot of people I respect really love it, but I—that's definitely the the answer for me. That is the controversial, the controversial take, I guess. Um, people nice. people like the Outer Worlds, which is stupid because it's a bad game. Um, <laughs> so I I dislike it so much I don't I can't even acknowledge that it's a good game. So I yeah. don't think it qualifies. I mean, I genuinely think the gameplay is trash. So in terms of uh, the best game that I hate, um, I'm going to have to think about that for a bit. What about UK? Okay. Um, it's hard to narrow it down to one title, but I would say more two franchises that are really beloved mm. that just I, I would never want to play is Harvest Moon and Animal Crossing. Mm. And I guess stick Stardew Valley in there, just those... Games, all the where you just kind of like hang out games. and farm and talk to raccoons or whatever. I I don't mm. know. I just it makes me want to go to sleep. Where you have to pay off all your debts to a raccoon landlord. <laughs> raccoon landlord who who is objectively a landlord and a bastard, and we should kill them. That's right. Um, Absolutely. Uh, I know a lot of people who love those games and get a lot out of them, and I'm sure if I was into it. I would love them too, but it's just, I, I don't know. It doesn't work for me. Hate them. Yeah, that's, that's an interesting answer. Um, 
let's see we've been going for like uh well the, the recording says like one hour 25 minutes i think my brain is starting to not work as well because we've been going so long um yeah, i think we're getting near the end yeah we're getting close to the end uh best game i hate i'm really i'm gonna have to pass on that one just because i think i had something in mind but i've completely forgotten it now well if one if one comes to mind yeah just we can revisit it yeah like, like there's um, technically but... competent I, I think i was probably gonna say diablo 3 because i don't even know but then again i i, I kind of feel like it's a bad game <laughs> Uh, people it's, like that game, some of them, but it it rubs me the wrong way. I I hate it. It's like every single encounter is just like go into a room, monsters come out of the walls, you kill them, go into the next room, they all come out of the walls. Like something about the fact that every single time, like especially for that first act, it just sort of like like the yeah we get it. You have undead. They come out of crypts. Whatever. <laughs> Like that. There's probably like a five-hour Noah Caldwell Gervais video explaining why, but like I feel like Diablo two, on paper is the same thing, but it's so different. You it know? feels so much better. Yeah, by far. It, it is incredible. It's incredibly the difference. But anyway, yeah, that's uh, let's move on to the next one. A uh, question for me from John Gunch says uh, a question for Alton: Are escalators bullshit? It's kind That's of a, it's a strange question, and I, uh -huh. I've never considered it before. Um, Why is it just for you? <laughs> I don't know. I guess it's because they know I've got like an engineering background. Oh, okay, that uh, makes sense. I, I'm guessing I've I've talked about it on the podcast before at some point. But hey, do I think escalators are bullshit? Not really. No, they serve a function. Heavily trafficked areas, they kind of work to get people up the stairs i mean i've never i've never thought about it i don't i guess so i guess i don't think escalators are, are bullshit all right well there We're you go uh, john, who, who is john gunch is the question yeah does he work for big elevator like what's going on here i don't, I don't know we'll never well maybe we'll never know <laughs> oh man this is a this is a fucking bad question uh, this is from Conky. Have you ever been denounced slash canceled ever? And if so, what was your crime? Um, I my answer to this, and uh, I don't know. Maybe there's something more specific people can you know talk about. I don't consider it being canceled if it's you know a bunch of chuds getting angry at you. That's you know yeah. That's just chuds. It's what they do. Uh, the only time I think a lot of leftists have got made fun of me. Was a time I was a time. This was a while ago, and when I was still sort of in like my uh, democratic socialist phase, where I was just like, no, I, no, no, communism is too radical. I don't think revolution's a good idea. <laughs> um, I at one point I defended uh, uh, some anarchists from. I defended anarchists from, from like this post that was saying like we should put them all in camps. And I was like, <laughs> yeah. And wow. I, and I was like, this is this is so uh, shitty. Uh, and I did a I did a shitty call out post because it was like, why does Will Miniker follow this person? <laughs> uh, oh. And people people rightfully kind of like got mad at me for that. 
that, that was the last time I got canceled. So there you go. It was very stupid. Mm. It was not like anything serious. Yeah. Um, but it was just like people like making fun of me for uh, doing the doing the the Twitter fallout or follower call out post. The thing I got canceled for, and it wasn't wasn't much of a canceling, but people did get mad at me. Uh, you know, l- nominal leftists was that I called somebody a moron, and I got a bunch of people uh, letting me know that in 1920s, moron was used to describe like. You know, mentally disabled. Oh my god, people or I whatever. remember that. Yeah, yeah. That was so fucking funny. <laughs> um and you know, I I just let that one pass because uh <laughs> I'm not I'm not <laughs> I don't think that there's a lot of uh mental patients from the nineteen twenties around these days, but uh Except for that, that one was person one in your mentions. They're definitely exactly. a, m- <laughs> medically a moron. <laughs> Oh no! <laughs> All right, next, next. That'll be the setup for my next cancellation. <laughs> uh, there you go, Conky. You got the. You got what about the, UK? Oh. Um, you know, I don't know if I've I've got anything. K um, is too I'm genial. Pretty- K is just like navigates these social situations so gracefully. Like there are dipshits <laughs> I've seen K have to interact with. Um. And Kay is just sort of like I'm, I, I unflappably jovial, and uh, it's impressive. I'm really impressed with Kay's tolerance for that that level of stuff. Because if it was me, I'd be like, I'm gonna kill you. I'm gonna, <laughs> I'm gonna call you a slur and kill you. <laughs> and that's the sort of um, that's a sort of idiocy that gets you canceled in the first place. Uh, so yeah, I. I'd applaud K. Uh, K. K. Only gets only man children who care about cartoons get mad <laughs> at K. And they don't have the power to cancel me. You need like exactly. leftist clout specifically. Exactly. That's um, exactly. You can't. You cannot be canceled by a lip. Like I guess maybe you could, but if you're a leftist, it's very difficult to be canceled by a liberal. They have to yeah. get you on something really bad. Yeah, I'm going to predict that it'll happen to me because of anti-Italian racism, but it'll be directed mm. at like an Italian person who turns out to like not be white. And then they'll somehow finagle that into racism against whatever ethnic group that is. That's I'm I'm making that very specific prediction because I won't <laughs> stop being racist against Italians under any Never. circumstance. So, Never. if somebody was disingenuous enough, they could pull that off. So I'm I'm putting my kryptonite out there now. That's that's my weakness. The, if the I inter- smell spaghetti. That Ooh. energy is building. Um, <laughs> with, when the when the Sopranos movie came out, there were a lot of people being like, All right. uh, "Actually, it's racist to be like Gabagool lasagna <laughs> and everything." Oh yeah, <laughs> you, do you like that yeah. fucking. Oh man, do you remember that? Like, oh, I wish I had that tweet in front of me. That was like. It's not if it's not fucking funny to make fun of Italian accents. And there's like boppity boopity pizza. As <laughs> I make it a pizza, it's like fuck you. Oh, that's so the, funny. Well, he immediately was like uh, compared to was like, what if this was cornbread and collard greens with black people? And you're just like, ah, I think you <laughs> you've owned yourself there on trying to cancel everybody. Um, <laughs> Yeah, and so Kay's prediction is that um, 
They will be canceled by Devin Faraci. Yes. I, I cannot wait to fight for you on this one, Kay. <laughs> Thank you. Devin Thank you Faraci, the white Italian Buddhist. <laughs> yeah, it's going to um, be him. I'm ready, Devin. Let's go. Let's fucking go. <laughs> let's, let's rock and roll. Let's just skip to the last two questions because I don't really have much to say. Unless uh, you do, you guys do about the other ones. Yeah, we kind of already answered yeah. this that one. Um, and Sans, I don't know what Shans asked me about was my main in uh, Age of Empires two. I played that like three times, so I don't have one. Same. Yeah, yeah, I, I don't have one either. Um, uh, Tully asks know. ratio of good Salvia experiences to bad. Ooh, um, never all had bad. Salvia. All bad. <laughs> all bad. Reese says all bad. I, I've done it like three times, and they were progressively worse. Wow. <laughs> See, I hear that a lot. For me, all good. Really? Well, yeah. What are some of your experiences? Tell us some of your stories. First time I ever took it, because it doesn't last super long. Um, right. I was just in my room listening to King Crimson's album Red, which okay. is a very, very good album. Um, and I don't know, man. I just had a great time. I just had a good, like, classic psychedelic experience. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't, I don't know. I've heard all these horror stories, and it's like that doesn't even feel like the same drug I did. I don't know. Um, I, I feel like it. There's a threshold I get to where it's like it's not too bad. I guess I, I didn't have a, a classic psychedelic experience. Uh, right. But like lesser times, it just felt like I don't know. It's 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 very alien. It was a very alien experience. And then the one time where I did too much is that oh my God. I felt coincidentally <laughs> that time and space was collapsing. Mm-hmm. And I Whoa. didn't connect it to the fact that I don't did any drugs. And I was like, oops, well, I guess this is happening. Me? And I just like came to like seven minutes later, just like drenched in sweat <laughs> clinging to a door frame <laughs> <laughs> and i was like okay that's it enough of this <laughs> yeah that's probably a good a good time to call it <laughs> yeah, it does not sound so, like a fun time uh so uh, no, i guess I've, i'll i'll have to update you on this one tolly i'll have to get some salvia see and yeah. see if i'm in the the oh i'm listening to i'm having a psychedelic trip while listening to music or the um the universe is collapsing type of salvia enjoyer maybe i'll enjoy that though i'll be like oh, i kind of want to know what that feels like <laughs> i finally I mean, space and time point. are done they were bitches anyway owned i'm glad that they're being owned coincidentally after i took this salvia <laughs> unrelated event <laughs> unrelated to it I mean, I've been on the other side of the veil, and let me say, uh, you know, it's it has. I, I prefer time and space as as mm. dog shit as they are. You know, fair. You're fair enough. Okay. I'm not. I don't have enough experience with the rippling void to say uh, whether I like like it better than time and space. But let me let me say, I am not speaking ill of the void. I am 100 mm. percent in favor of the void. The I'm void just saying wise. Yeah. <laughs> you do never speak ill of the void because the no. void watches and the void knows. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> All right. Uh, Snugcrow says upper limit on edible intake. I've not really done any edibles, not had the opportunity. I'm like the least drugged person on this podcast, unfortunately. Damn. 
Um, I have in my day smoked an ungodly amount of weed, but I've never had an edible. Uh, mm. Or no, I've had an edible like once. Yeah, and I don't know. I don't like the the the. Uh, I was saying this reaction. in the Discord. Yeah, yeah, I don't like the delayed reaction. I want it. I want to do it and know that it's happening to me right then yeah. and there. You know, you're not you're not getting weed so you can feel it like 30 minutes later. You're getting you're getting weed so that you can feel it now, right now. You need I need to feel like my body is made out of balloons. You know what yeah. I mean? Is that what weed does to you? Balloons? <laughs> That's a little <laughs> That's bit awesome. Yeah, cool. it feels like if you get high enough, it's just sort of like I don't know. Though it was it's happened a couple times where it just sort of like you know that sort of like. Like a you're like, yeah, it's a funky feeling. Like your body feels very light and warm. Um, yeah, I think I see what you mean. Yeah. So it's sort of like I, I sort of like was like, oh man, it's like my flesh is made out of those stringy balloon animals. Yeah, do drugs, folks. Yeah, if it's yeah. Where they live. Don't you can't get you get me. to meet the void in person. <laughs> you get to be. Void has like, things to say. The void I, has know. things to whisper to you in your deepest, yeah, darkest do. nightmares. Listen to the void. Carry out its instructions. To the I, I just think if you're gonna engage with the void, you uh -huh. should just do a lot of DMT. Not that's my mm, advice. Yeah, that's good advice. Good legal advice. <laughs> What's your uh, upper limit on edibles, Reese? Uh, no upper limit. No upper. <laughs> no upper. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, Take it to the limit. <laughs> I mean, it's 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 weed. Uh, you. There are certainly times when I don't want to get, uh, you know, 400,000% baked. Mm -hmm. But if I have, you know, all things being equal, you know, the evening is free. Uh, <laughs> I have no problem just going into the oubliette of THC. Um, Hell yes. I, oh, nice. I, I, I do agree with the sentiments that uh, I prefer, uh, you know, uh, inhaling. Uh, these days, uh, these uh, boomer lungs prefer vaping, but... Uh, mm. Uh, certainly smoking vaping is my preferred way but there was there was a time when i made uh very powerful uh weed cookies for my birthday party and uh -huh. i i feel it, it was expressed that they were very powerful but i don't think the advice was really taken oh no and it, it ruined the party but i was having a good time <laughs> nobody ever listens when people tell them shit like that no so like well, the problem is with make any kind of edible is you usually bake it into something like a brownie or a cookie. And then you have people who are around weed who get the munchies. And so mistakes happen. Oh, yeah, it makes sense. Yeah. And it, and it wasn't like in uh, in retrospect, it should have just the, the cookie shouldn't have just been out. It should have been just like, here's your here's, here's your, your single cookie. Yeah. That you yeah, could enjoy uh, that here's, here's like a quarter of a cookie. Yeah. <laughs> OK. It was that powerful. <laughs> It is extremely powerful. Um, oh and, uh, and, but I had two, and uh. I couldn't get off, off the couch. Uh, <laughs> and, <laughs> and heard stories later that uh, I was not proud of, but it's very funny now. Um, <laughs> just like people just being like, just desperately trying to call a cab and being unable. It's, oh my uh, God. So, awesome. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Dude, this, this is why. This is why I wanted to be in college. Yeah. I was much cooler in college than than uh, the sixteen hundred hours of Final Fantasy belies. Yeah. <laughs> the sixteen hundred hours of weed cookies in college. Yeah. Um. 
Yeah, this is what this is why I was sort of like everyone asks questions about drugs because Reese has like the most interesting stories about drugs. Like I've to he me does. at least, I've never had like any I've never had like any cool experiences with drugs. Like I went the closest thing is like I went to a party. They were smoking weed. We smoked the weed. It was fun. It's just like I never anything like so cool. It's like, yeah, so my friend brought us opium and we were like, well, we're never gonna have an, an opportunity to smoke this again. It's like never um, in my life. Well, I there was there was a, there's a lot of kind of limits I set for myself. Like I never mm. did any kind of like any real uppers other than my ADD medication. Um, right. And, uh, you know, I never did, other than, like, I know the opium story is funny, but I'd, like, really, like, painkillers or anything. Yeah, painkillers you know, are like that. dangerous shit. I, I, it's yeah. just, like, it, that wasn't the appealing fun part. It was always the hallucinogens that were fun. Mm. And, yeah. and drinking. Yeah. Hell yeah. Drinking and hallucinogens. Good cop. Yeah, this is not a this is not a podcast for children if you haven't picked up on it yet. But anyway, we've recorded for an hour and forty five minutes, which should be enough slop for the hogs. That's um, plenty of slop. That's plenty of slop. You guys, you love the you love the slops, don't you, folks? You love the slop. You love the slop. You love, you love it. it. You love <laughs> it. <laughs> but anyway, I hope everyone enjoyed that. Um, I think some of these were fun questions. Um, some of them, you know, you got to, a glimpse into our dark past. You got to see me as like a, a stupid baby leftist being like, why calling out Will Menaker? So I don't even know if it was Will Menaker. I don't remember. It's been a while. You got to, you got to hear some cool stories about. Got to hear from John Gunch. You got to hear from John escalators. Gunch about escalators. Confusing Who question about that question? Ele elevate escalators. That question. Who the fuck? Who's John Gunch on on the forum? The um, not the forum, the Twitter. <laughs> the fucking forum. Yeah, That's dude, right. we have a forum. It's yeah. sick. Oh my god. <laughs> Delete the Discord. We have a forum now. It's uh, strangely <laughs> enough, the John Gunch question was entered directly into the Trello. I don't know by who, but oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> I just wanted to hear Alton say from John Gunch. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god oh wow all right and i just i tried to ask some engineering question i don't know if that but i'm very stupid so i just <laughs> said our escalators oh bullshit. fuck that's so funny i legitimately thought like someone somebody called john gunch on twitter asked this question i've been i've been trolled on the pod Incredible. Just trying to have a good time here. Uh, <laughs> anyway, oh man, that was such a long episode. I hope you enjoyed it, and we'll see you in the next real episode at some point. Bye. Bye. Yeah, bye.